The following podcast contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion advised. And although we joke, if you or someone you know is affected by or a victim of domestic violence, dial 1-800-799-7233 or visit the National Domestic Violence Hotline's website, thehotline.org. It's always the husband, it's always the husband, it's always the husband, I'm on QB. Hi everybody, this is Sarah. And this is Megan. You are listening to It's Always the Husband podcast. Welcome. Yeah, we're glad you're here. Thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. A lot. We're still surprised that we have people that listen. We're very... Sometimes they do. We're very shocked. Um, Thanks. So if you are just tuning in, this is a comedy murder podcast. Yeah, it is. I mean, you <laughs> you don't really think those it, go together because it it's inappropriate. Might, but I mean, we try to... I don't know. It might not seem funny, but just wait. Yeah. Sarah will get going and Maybe. it'll be just a fucking shit show in no time. If my antidepressants so kicked welcome. in good. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping they did. I hope so. Um so what's up Sarah? How was your week? Pass. <laughs> Pass. How was your week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying laughing. Um, so, well, I can talk about one thing we did. We can. Which <laughs> or you can. Yeah. Well, you can help. I can. We uh, emceed the annual Project Pink fundraiser at our favorite restaurant in Prairie Lake Charlie's. We did. It was super fun. Yes. Yeah, so it is a breast cancer fundraiser for the uh, Hope Chest which um, does a lot of things, but also helps not just women who have breast cancer, but their families and make sure they have groceries and can get to and from doctor's appointments and just all this super cool stuff. So um, we made over $10,000. No way. Because yeah. last year was 6000 Last year we made 6000 We made $10,600 oh this year. I know. So it is super fun. There's a style show. So all of the small boutiques in town have models um, of their, you know, new fall and winter styles who are breast cancer survivors or who have been affected by breast cancer in some way. So the models are awesome. Um, The stories are sad sometimes, but uplifting and um, and then they have just silent auction and fun stuff and shopping afterwards. So we were honored to do that. And um, yeah, proud. yeah, it, really proud. And just to be a part of it is incredible. Why they would want just our to... foul. Most. I said the F word one time and then I felt really bad. No, I mean, they don't care. I mean, if you couldn't control, it was like, yeah. I forgot where I was for a second or but I already, the F word is perfect when you're fighting cancer because it's yeah. all fucked and it's yeah. not fair and it's shitty yeah. and that word fits perfectly. And if people were upset by that, well, then Fuck why them, are you there? People right? have cancer. Yeah. Be upset by that. Not at the F word. Yeah. And nobody cared. And okay. nobody was listening because everyone was hammered. <laughs> no I cared. was half yeah, hammered. We were all, we were hammered. Too. In our rider, yeah. just joking, we don't have one, but I was like, hey, can we just get a bottle of Prosecco to put on our desk? And they gave they us did. one. I know. So I was pretty, I couldn't say oophrectomy at the end. We couldn't say any of the words. I no. mean, and people are shocked. We couldn't say any, but we tried. I mean, we did we try. Did. We did. So that's um, one thing that we was, did. I know. I just. That makes you feel good that you can at least have some little part in helping maybe somebody else or help someone feel a little bit better. That you makes know. up for all the shitty things we say about people we hate for the rest of the week, right? Yeah, but if I say something shitty about someone I hate, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I mean... I guess. I mean, like, if I went up to an old grandma and kicked her right in the hoo-ha, I might feel bad. I don't know. But Maybe. I don't think I'd do that. Um, I do have a glitter in a shittery week, because I, I just kind of had a shitty week. 
Um, I, I, I did. Yeah. And you know what? I know what it is. It's what? nerdy. Oh. All right. It's a new little app for your phone or your iPad. It's a game. It's a word game. You like word games. I love them. This is a good one. It's called Not Words, but K-N-O-T, Words. And it looks like a crossword puzzle. And you're making words, but you get like a like a little, almost like a Tetris block. And let's say there's five blocks and they give you five letters. And you have to arrange those letters into words that fit into other blocks that make connect words or whatever. It's it's hard. Like it, is some, it it's really an app or do you play it's a, it online? It's an, it's an, it was in the app store. I think it's just an oh. app game, like a game mm-hmm. from the app store. It's called Not Words. I like it. It's hard. And so when you get a really. So I'll be playing that for the yeah, rest of the Yeah. And there's hour. some that I was like stuck on for like two days trying to get, you know, and um, so it's challenging. Okay. And then some are really easy, but some are really challenging. And some of the words are like, is this really a word? I I've never heard this word because I don't have Sometimes that, big that vocabulary. Sometimes that happens to me on Quirtle. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I've I'm never like, heard this word. That is a fucking word. Yeah. Quirtle. Um, but that's a good one. Not words. K-N-O-T words. It's I'm going to look it up. So my glitter in the shitter is I actually got it a while ago. Well, actually, I bought it over a year ago because I pre-ordered it. But you all know that my one of my favorite people in the world is Jen Hatmaker. And Sarah mm. wants to murder her and all no, my other I, friends. I, um, say she's, I don't have Say her. she's a grifter. Like, I say she's Hollis adjacent. And Hollis... Yeah is absolutely horse shit trash. Mm. But I think she's distanced a bit. Yeah. Maybe. I think she has. I mean, I was, I wanted to scream at her that like last year when she took a picture with Dave Hollis, I was like, ew. Um, and he has no, she, I mean, but she hasn't mentioned him no. lately and she's really in love with uh, Tyler Merritt, yes. her new her and boyfriend. He, and he's cute and he, ha- he seems to have like, standards shit going you know? on yeah i mean like actually does stuff s- s- yeah. selflessly while dave well, hollis does everything right. for a grift to be a lazy asshole right. and i so I that's my only deal. always i know i've just always loved her i liked her because i was looking for a way to be religious without being a crazy ass christian lunatic like everyone i hate right, right. Mm-hmm. um and I felt like she finally had found a good mix. She started out, I think, really kind of conservative and really grew. And I admired that about her. And she wrote about it. And she has, you know, she has children that she adopted from Ethiopia. She has one of her daughters is gay. She has one who is like total right wing. Cra- you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she just runs the gamut and loves people for who they are yeah i always liked that but anyway another thing that i always liked was she would once in a while post some shit that she would make she's like an awesome cook and she has a thousand kids so she would always make Mm -hmm. a shit ton of food and when she wrote her recipes on her facebook and instagram and stuff she they were always hysterical like because she's funny and so she wrote a cookbook it's called feed these people and i or i pre-ordered it and it finally came in the mail and it's my favorite cookbook of all times. It is easy. You have most of the stuff already there. I made this unbelievable blue cheese salad dressing, like just homemade. And it was so easy and tasted a thousand times better than what you buy. It's getting really, really good reviews yeah. and selling really well. Um, I made polenta, which I'd never made I don't even before. Know what that is. I made um, these really easy it's just called peppered noodles i don't know the shit in there is super good i'm excited i want to the next thing i want to make is salmon but i want to go to get like actual salmon from a meat counter you know not just like the frozen salmon patties i have in my freezer so that's good it does i mean it looks good and you know she knows how to cook yeah like she's not just making all that up like yeah, so I mean that's authentic. That's she I appreciate that. Also puts Cholula on everything. Hot I don't sauce. know what that is. Oh yes, that. And I've always well, she's been, a Texan. I'm very Norwegian, yeah. so I've always been kind of afraid of hot sauce. Mm-hmm. But I am now obsessed with Cholula, and I put it on everything. 
like I doused my tater tot hot dish last night with Cholula. Good. (laughs) (laughs) You cook too, but you're a very good cook too, I think. I do like to cook, yeah. yeah. I am not. Well, see, I just like... But you like it and enjoy it and you appreciate good recipes. Yeah, because I like to eat. No, I... And you're very good at, at it. I think that's... So I it's like one that. of my favorite things ever. I just oh, literally look at I'm it. I'm glad you like it so it. much. Yep. And I, so I mean, these people. I, I, if, if, if she starts, she starts her shit again with them. I know you'll be so mm. mad, and I'll write her. Yeah. And say no. this. I think she got a lot of people writing her, and After that's that. why she. Yeah. Yeah. I think she knew. Oops. Um, all right. In our Facebook group, we have a Facebook group. We would love for you to join if you listen. It's full of funny fuckers. And so we like to point out these funny fuckers. Um, one that got me, I loved, um, was from Becky Haney. Hain, Haney, Becky. It's like a Twitter. And we have this dick named Odie who says, I miss the times women had to wash dishes, cook, clean, and weren't allowed to speak. And then we get Tanya with hot fire saying, I miss the times when men would go off to war and die there. (laughs) She responds. So he's saying, I miss the times when women had to just wash dishes, cook and clean. And Tanya says, I miss the times men would go to war and die. Yes, (laughs) I love it. Oh, I would laughed and laughed because God, men are dumb. They're just, so fucking dumb. They're fucking dumb. I mean, just absolute fucking morons. Um, what I and Odie, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't your know. Name Odie or whatever. Wh- why are you named that? I don't know. Why are you what you are? Um, I hated the one where Anita Hagerman put the the what is it, the parking spots and then ah, they were like with this labeled terrible and they spelling. spelled everything fucking wrong so oh, bad because dummies are everywhere it's an principal epidemic principal was l-e secretary yeah was secretary that and one then, i laughed secretary, i know I like, the secretary the secretary is here it's like nell tay and a win tay and a win secretary here tay and a here and then liaison but I have to admit, I fucking can never spell. No one knows how to spell. Liaison. I know. So we'll give them that. But one. that was wrong. I that was knew. so funny. Yeah. And they're like, "This is not a joke." <laughs> this is it's really happened. And it was at a school. I know. How fucking embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other favorite thing on the internet this week on the Facebook was Michelle Goldner getting to go to the a fucking conference for work, and boys to men did the private show. Please. Why was I not there? Because we have jobs where the private show would be by we'd have Engelbert to put on Humperdinck. <laughs> no, it would be like a lookalike, yeah, magician slash. Yeah, it would be a Engelbert shitty Hump- magician who only did like penis puppetry, and it would be so inappropriate. And we'd be like, "What? Uh, they wouldn't even do that. No, let's be. They real. wouldn't do that. It would they be would cheese with put on and, our own skits. Yeah. They'd say well, you yeah. have twenty minutes. Make up a funny skit about, and the then we school. would be observed how shitty yeah. our skits were and, then and yelled at. We'd be fucking assholes. We'd be rated on the Danielson model, yeah. and have to have a post observation mm, about yeah. how shittier skit was. Yeah, but she got to see Wanye, and he's fucking amazing. And Michelle, I love you. I'm glad she got to see it for taking so many pictures and she knew so many videos. Oh, she's the best. You know the way to my heart. We Michelle. have three wonderful new patrons. We do. Yes. Are y'all getting that? Is everybody getting their? Well, they're getting it once I get it out of my Jeep into the oh mail center. Oh my god! I can. I help meant to you mail it after school. T- I've had such ter- I had con- I had deodorant mm-hmm. conferences. I had a terrible week last week. Saturday, I had the thing, so I couldn't. I had it in my car, and I couldn't quite make it in time to the mail. Because then we were place. drunk. Up. And then I meant to go after work today, and then I had terrible things happen. And so tomorrow they are leaving and i have jeff s who is getting a sticker pack too and these are new patron yeah all the i have everything in my car uh-huh. to mail for uh-huh. the 20s the momoas and the 15s uh-huh. and jeff is getting his stickers and and i'm sending some other packs to like drew who i'm gonna get send gianna uh-huh. who sent this lovely um the or glasses no the 
the thing. She, with oh, your the queen. coaster. A coaster, that's what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, I she sent drank us a with that all Gianna. night. Yes, we yeah. did. Gianna sent us that. I'm going to send oh, Judy, thanks, my Gianna. ex roommate, some stickers too because she's okay. been... Um, so I'm sending all those out, but I just have had a terrible... Just terrible. Pass. It was just a pass um, week. So we have new ones, though. We have Julie Nasco. Julie Nasco. Thank Jules. you. Sarah Han. Sarah Han. Thank you. Thank Sarah. you. And Dina Solomon. 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 Solomon is probably correct. Um, we, Dina and Sarah and Julie, we love you. Thank you so much. Um, we're planning an episode to get on there very soon um, mm. for this month. Oh, yeah. Um, what are we going to do? Um, I have an idea of one, a good one. Um, okay. And I'm going to try to get some little other things up there now that I might have some time. You might. I might have some time. All right. We got, uh, we had some people for, um, send us some ideas. Oh, which is good. If you find awesome. an episode that works, if you're watching Discovery or something we haven't covered, and it's good, just send it to us because we just have a list and sometimes it's just good to have a list instead of sitting there and hunting and hunting and hunting and hunting. And if you know there's a really good one or whatever. Um, so The Perfect Murder is a show and it's, again, reenactment and interviews that we love. Um, there was a reenactment in this Oh, one Jesus Christ. I thought, oh. <laughs> And it came out of nowhere and didn't fit in anywhere. It really did. And I was like, wait. And I thought I got to the wrong show or something. I like flipped something went wrong. And I'm like, no, it's in the show. (laughs) Oh, it was a doos. All right. So this is the very, of the perfect murder season one, episode one. It was fun. so funny. Yeah. So dumb. I mean, and it's called Heart Shot. Mm -hmm. And it's from 1999. Again, the 90s were, I mean, the 70s were a lot of killings, but man, the 90s were a lot of killings. And we were just like drinking our faces off at college. It could have been us at any point in time. I was married to Yeah, well, that's the worst, that's bag. the most dangerous oh. time. Was I married? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I was for a little while. Yep. To a monster douchebag. Yeah, huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the perfect murder heart shot 1999 so 1999 one of the biggest controversies which in today's standards would be like I mean please was that Britney Spears was on Rolling Stone in her little bra and a little tiny open shirt and a little tiny shorts and still look like a 16 year old because some deodorants wear just a bra in an underwear and they can to school every day to school yep um and that was a huge, huge deal of controversy and no, no, and people were so upset. And you look at it now and you're like, what in the goddamn hell? And then Brittany herself is just naked on Instagram all the time. 24-7. And every, nobody gives two fucks. She just puts like one finger over her boobs. No, she's literally at her tits out or yeah. on another one. And then she and just holds them and her vag is, and she's like in the sand. Yeah. It's she's got sand up in that vag. So far up there. Oh, it's. And it's up there. It's working in sort of like a gizzard. Like she's like, <laughs> like she's getting sand in her it's gizzard. In her like a, yeah. yeah. That helps her digest. I think things, it does. Think. Um, but I thought, my God, just give the girl, the girl just needed to not be fucked with all the time. I don't know. Because she's mental now. It's and we can't help her. Nope. Oh, it's traumatized. Well, that's what trauma does to your brain. It's yeah. When you go through trauma before... Your brain is fully mm-hmm. developed. It's there. Because she's there. She's not here. She's there. Those synapses don't oh. close. Mm-hmm. Uh, shows people are watching. I never watched Freaks and Geeks. Did you? Um, No. I've seen one or two episodes. Um, Sopranos. Never I only watched, watched the it. first season. Mm-hmm. I didn't, didn't even watch it. And West Wing. I never watched it. Love. I think I would have, but I but just I didn't never did. finish the whole thing. And my sister Hannah was obsessed. Yeah, with it. I should yeah. go. I just well, never. Rob Lowe's in it. Well, I mean, I just never started, so I yeah. was always like, if I didn't start it, I can't join it. That could be, you know. And I was like, so yeah, I could, could look, go back do. and look at. Yeah, Angel. I watched that, of course. Because is that with David Bory? Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, SpongeBob started that year. Isn't that weird? Hmm. It seems like it. 
Rachel's very first movie she went to was a SpongeBob movie. Really? She was tiny. Yeah. Family Guy started and that's still on. Mm-hmm. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was enormous. Like everybody was watching that in one night. They said it beat football. God, I would kill people on that game. I'm so good at it. Weird trivia yeah. shit. Yeah. We are both. And if so you had it, like yeah. smart people you could call, you maybe yeah. were golden. I don't know. I would have called you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I would have panicked and had terrible anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were people dancing to or or Well, they were dancing to Do You Believe in oh, Life sure. and Love? Yeah. I can feel something inside me. Um, I don't want no scrubs. Oh. Every morning there's a halo hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's football's bed. Remember that song? No. Yeah, I do. Sugar Ray. Yes. I used to think that guy was so cute. Yeah, he, he didn't Mark age well. Something. Yeah. The um, graph, is that yep, it? Yeah. Yep, yep. And living La Vida Loca. Of course. Oh, there's Was that no when J-Lo did her J-Lo stuff that year? Uh, I don't see a lot of J-Lo. Oh, I, I the see next year. Britney Spears had sometimes I run. Oh. Sometimes I cry. Des- a lot of Destiny's Child. Say my name. Say my name. Damn pretty. Oh. Uncle Cam, Nutbar's husband, loves this. Casey and JoJo were big. Tell me it's real feelings that feel. Oh my God, we should listen. How they do that with your, you know, how they make their voices sound like robot-y? I don't care Casey for that. I don't like that, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it. Something about it is too unnatural, and it's mm-hmm. it makes me think. Do you remember that Satan summer- is coming? <laughs> Yeah, Satan. Do you remember Summer Girls by LFO? Yes, of course. Some of them girls got it going on. Because was it was like 99. they just took words from like yeah. those magnets on a fridge and just threw them on the floor and then made a and song. And girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch, Chinese food makes me sick. And it's I dumb. think it's fly when and girls then stop by that guy passed. the summer. He passed away. Yeah, he passed. He had cancer. Mm. Fucking cancer. It just is awful bad anyway that's what we were oh, dancing to that not bad not no, bad not bad yeah, i mean just nice actually you, you know, know what? you know what else was nice what was that cute video you posted of the gorilla loving the baby i know i, I wanted know. to cry animals have feelings they do i wanted that lady to break the glass and give it to the gorilla but then the gorilla, gorilla would have killed it, it. yeah, yeah. Ate it and then pooped on it or something. Or just like grabbed it by the arm and yeah. ran backwards. Yeah. But still, she looked like, I and know. then she was like, look at my baby. I know. She put, she put it together. <gasps> oh, I know. They're, they're smart. It. And they hurt when you kill their whole family in front of them and bulldoze down uh, their homes. Yeah, I think I that mean, they get sad. Their feelings. Yeah. Oh, I hate people. I do God too. damn it. Okay, anyway, sorry, yeah. I just thought of that when uh, you said that. Let's nice. go to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Yep. Williamsport, Williamsport, yep. Pennsylvania. We're going to 1999, beginning of the year, January 15th. It's probably cold and shitty. Mm-hmm. It's a Sunday. Paula and Dean Peters... They're nervous. They're getting worried. They're they're upset a bit. They went to church, and their goddamn kid went to Sunday school because they, he can't sit still in the church and like makes fart noises. So they put him in the Sunday school. Uh-huh. And Miriam, their friend Miriam Illis, wasn't there to teach Sunday school, and no other fucker was going to step in and teach it because goddamn anyone's going to teach Sunday school. It has mm-hmm. to be a saint. You don't want all those kids seeing terrible things and picking their nose and farting and running all over. And Miriam doesn't. She loves it. So Miriam was the Sunday school teacher and she'd done it for years. She loves doing it. She never skipped. She's never was gone. If she had to be gone, she always said, I'm not going to be there, you know, like a normal person and told people, but she wasn't there. And Paula and Dean brought their weird kid home. I don't know if they have a kid. I'm just assuming they brought him home and locked him in his room. (laughs) (laughs) they called miriam she didn't answer her phone Hmm. and she they called again and again and she wasn't answering their phone and so dean and paula decided they're gonna drive to her house and check on her 
Um, because you would, if your friend's acting weird and not answering the phone, you're just going to see one of you, you think they fell down somewhere and they can't get up. I mean, that's what you think. They fell well, somewhere and knocked their head out or something happened. Remember when you did that and yeah. you buried your phone? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we came that's to a check different on you. type of thing. <laughs> um, they went to check on her. So we have the reenactment of Dean and Paula mm-hmm. coming to the home and Dean is acting the pervert. And peeking in all the windows yeah. and smashing at the door, which he would. And he runs around to the other side of the house and he's looking in the windows again, doing kind of pervert moves. He looks in a back window and he can see legs laying flat on the floor, yeah. just legs sticking out on the floor. So Dean screams at the top of his lungs, screams in the reenactment, screams so loud, even though his wife is standing one foot yes. away. And he screams, call nine one one. And I want to say, Dean, your wife is right next to you. Mm-hmm. You know what? She she figured it out. She's probably already calling. You didn't need to scream that right in her face. She is also she's on the ball. Hearing. Yeah, yeah, she's on the ball and she's yeah. got it called. But you didn't need to have be so fucking dramatic yeah. and scream that like that. But good for you to to do that. Um, we're all trained to just scream, call nine one one. Even though you're supposed to point, like you're supposed to point to a person, aren't you? To like give them the job so they know they have the job or whatever. So, but he just, Paula knew what she was doing. Yeah. So this is a start, they said, of a totally weird and fucked investigation. I don't know if they use those words, but that's pretty much it. Now we're going to go back 10 years. 10 years before we see poor Miriam on the kitchen floor. Um, I wrote... We see Miriam at her job. She's a nurse Mm -hmm. at a St. Louis hospital. I cannot tell if the hair is a wig or if the hair is normal, but it looks like King Kong came to Miriam, (laughs) bent over and farted. And she had like a tsunami, tornado, hurricane fart from King Kong that made her hair askew. (laughs) And that's what she looked like at work. Come on now, comb it. Use a little bit of that hot oil. Put it in a hot water like we did in the 90s and put it in, put it in your hair. She did, She wasn't doing the 90s right because her bangs, it was like wherever the fart landed yes. was right in the front and it just blew her bangs down over. But they were still curly. Like, but then the but sides they were shorter, went out. And then the, like the a layers Christmas tree. were out. Yes. I don't know. I, I, that was I, a powerful fart. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, King Kong's a big guy. Yeah. You know what? And he's eating all sorts of roughage. <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> it's not heaven. I mean, he's just eating. Anyway, she was a oh, perfusionist. And that yes. is a heart. The person who runs the heart and lung machine. Yes. I mean, that's a heavy duty job. You have to know man, you can't mess that up. No. So she was really good at her job. She was very smart, um, worked really hard. And here's where we see uh, an interview. I thought he was cute. His name is Dr. Zama. Was his Nietzsche yeah. his first name? I couldn't. He, but Dr. Zama, he was kind of cute. Um, he's a work colleague of Miriam's eventual husband, Dick. Uh-huh. Richard Illis. Ill Dick. Yeah. Yep. Um, Miriam, and he's talking about how Miriam was like a nice lady and so on. Miriam meets a very charismatic doctor, which is unusual because I feel like most doctors, um, you might say they're on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but she meets Dick Ill, <laughs> otherwise known yep. as Richard Illis. And he is a very intelligent, uh, popular kind of nice seeming doctor she works with and he is a heart surgeon so he is really smart mm-hmm. pretty busy that guy said yeah like he was brilliant yes very yeah. brilliant at his job he was never married and miriam had never been married either these two start dating and i feel like miriam on this date was checking her watch a lot because mm-hmm. Dick starts telling Miriam stories about his childhood in rural Pennsylvania. And I have a feeling like she tried to go to the shitter a few times or, I mean, a snooze fest. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. Um, but one of these stories will come circle round 
So uh, he says one of the bright spots of his childhood was spending time with family friend, quote, Uncle Joe. And I wrote, oh, no, did Uncle Joe take you to a basement and show you his wing? Uh, I feel like that's the only time with family friend Uncle Joe kids get. Mm -hmm. Maybe they get a little bit of like, put your hand in the popcorn. Well, in the the reenactment, Uncle Joe looked like he was from the Smoky Mountains. I mean, Uncle Joe looked like he was living in a cardboard box in the woods. Yeah. And that he did enjoy taking his wing out for children. Yeah. But he also had a gun and was also showing children how to shoot guns. Right. That was his other thing. Yeah. So. Uncle Joe would take good old Dick Eel hunting. He had a cabin. Um, so Dick Eel, Richard Illis, grew up deer hunting, mm-hmm. being outside. And here we have commenting one. I'm assuming it is one of the they never tell him his fucking name, but I had the closed captions on as I always do. And the sergeant, one of the detectives who was commenting throughout the whole episode being interviewed, his last name was Dingus. <laughs> so it kept saying Dingus and then it would be what he said. So Dingus is also talking, but we get to him. Um, Dingus was telling about the history of mm-hmm. of Richard growing up hunting, which comes into play. Hunting, mm-hmm. being very familiar with guns, being outside, being a crack shot, his whole childhood was this, and he loved it. When uh, Miriam and Richard decide to get married in 1991, Richard wants to move the couple to a very small, homey town called Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which was close to Richard's family, close to where this cabin was, where he grew up in the woods. He wanted that hometown, small town feel for his mm-hmm. family. Um as Dingus, as <laughs> good old as Dingus, Dingus is, is telling us. Yeah, they have a son and name him Little Richard. Oh, come on! on. You don't. But, yeah, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Do that for yeah. oh. So, Little Richard thankfully goes by Richie. But jeez, so Little Richard's it's born. Bad. Um, Miriam decides, fuck it. I'm going to not work. I'm going to stay at home with my kid and good for her. She can't stay home because, uh, big Dick is doing so well as the town Mm -hmm. doctor, a surgeon in town that he is making a shit ton of cash. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're doing really, really well. They are, and they look happy in the reenactment. They're playing catch in the yard as a family and in their swimming pool as a family. Miriam can join a church she really loves. She joins the PTA. They buy this huge, beautiful home on a hill. They're doing really well. They're popular in town. They're very influential. They're one of the wealthiest families in town. And he's, his business is thriving in his heart business and his mm-hmm. surgery. Miriam, by her friends, is described, you know, as really, really wealthy, but she never flaunts it. She never, you know, it's ostentatious, well, I think said, they said. Yeah, that- but there is a scene in the reenactment where they said she had all this beautiful jewelry, and then they show it, and it's shitty costume jewelry thrown on, like, a mm-hmm. shitty stand. Like, that, that's... That, that wasn't that pretty. That's not what I meant. Mm-mm. That's not Liz Taylor's collection. No. Liz Taylor did not have... This shitty beads from Bourbon Street. No. No. Anyway, all Miriam wanted to do was just raise her son. Spend time with her son. Her son meant everything to her. She was a great mom. Everybody agreed she was a great mom. Dr. Zawa says even Dr. Illis. Richard was even a great father and a great husband. That, as far as he Mm -hmm. knew, you know. Although Dr. Illis worked a lot. He had a thriving heart surgery business obviously he's going to be really really busy he was at the hospital all the time and they show a reenactment of miriam just drinking her wine alone at home and all angry and i wrote bitch come on your husband isn't home and you right. can drink wine by yourself just drink what the no hell's wrong with no you one's judging you just live sit it down. out sit down and watch your shows yeah. And right. drink your wine and you don't that's need your exactly goddamn husband said. at home that's what, what I are you said gonna do too. with him 
live it up. That's every woman's dream to not have their spouse or partner home mm-hmm. all the time. Good grief. Anyway, she liked him, I guess. I don't know. Um, but Miriam and Dick start growing apart. And it gets farther and farther apart to where they decide we need to separate. It's not working. Miriam's friends say she never told any of us because the entire community just knew anyway. When they right. separated, everyone seemed to know. I guess they were that much of a well-known couple. Who knows? Um, well, it's like where we live, too. Yeah, it's I mean, a big but small yeah, town. Yeah. We're the biggest gossips of the whole place. So. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, so there's a reenactment where Miriam is with her lawyer and Big Richard is with his lawyer. And Miriam wants fourteen thousand a month. I'm guessing in spousal support yeah, or child said, yeah. support or something. And Richard throws a huge fit and starts threatening that he's going to take little Richard. You don't want to <laughs> raise a men don't want to raise a goddamn kid. Why do they threaten that all the time? It's like okay, fine. Name is doctor. Name is dentist. When was the last time he was at the dentist? They don't have What's a his clue. favorite food? Who is no. your child's teacher? No. You know, what? when was the last time they went to... Have you ever filled out a well-child exam They have thing? not. No. Do you even know where their sports are? Who is their coach? Where nope. is her, their dance? No clue. What pills do they take? What are they allergic to? Fuck off. That's what you should say. You know what? You go fuck off. Right. Threatening custody. You don't want a kid, asshole. And you're going to pay me $14,000 a month and you're going to like it. Yeah. Yes, Sarah. And he throws a fit. And then she's Fuck like, yeah. And he's like, that's an outrageous amount. And she says, that's how much he spends on his whores in the weekend. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we don't talk about that here. Yeah. Um, like, and yeah, then we do. Her lawyer just says, like, you are the richest resident in town, asshole. Everyone knows. Everyone it. knows it. And you're going to have to pay this. You stupid dildo. That's what he said, actually. Anyway, <laughs> Miriam moves out. She buys her own house and she's starting to just start her life over again um she kind of i think is sad for a little bit but she turns it around and starts making you know spending time with her friends and getting more involved in her hobbies and her church and her pta um little richard lives with her doing the week i can't with little and richard he goes, <laughs> who's at the door who were you on the phone with He's coming over for dinner. That's what he says every day. <laughs> and then he, little Richard has a tiny little drawn on mustache. <laughs> and Miriam has to say, God damn it, Richard, wash off the mustache every day with the goddamn mustache. How much gel yeah. is in your hair, Richard? <laughs> I told you to leave my hair products alone. <laughs> oh jeez! so during the week he's driving miriam nuts and richard gets him on the weekends (laughs) and he says to richard dad do you want to play guess richard says yeah sure i do you know i do asshole anyway The divorce is getting finalized. They actually look like they're moving on appropriately and maturely. Richard, of course, gets a hot new piece of butthole Mm -hmm. at the hospital. This new young girlfriend. And I don't think Miriam's seeing anybody at all. um, But she doesn't care. No. She's smart. Yeah. She's not messing with that shit. And her friend said we got to early 1999 and they seem to be moving on really well, handling everything very maturely and passing off, Mm -hmm. getting along well and passing off Richie just back and forth Mm -hmm. fine. Everything was going great. She was thinking, is she going to start working again? Um, Things seemed happy. And we get to January 15th, 1999, where Dean and Paula noticed she wasn't at church. They get worried. They go to her house. They see legs on the floor. They mm. call the police as Dean so Scream. nicely screams. Yeah. The police dramatically enter like they're Cagney and Lacey kicking down the door and like rolling and yeah. doing dramatic like pointing and clear or stuff yeah. like that. You know, like, yep. come on. There's a dead woman doing on the, the floor. Doing the two finger wave. Yeah. Just walk in, Fuck. assholes. Yeah. But, you know, you don't Leslie, know. Leslie. Is it Leslie? 
No. Miriam. Miriam. Leslie was the friend. Yeah. God, I always get the names wrong. Oh. Miriam's dead on the floor. Just fucking right, go get for her. days. You can smell yeah. it. No one's in there. <laughs> they find Miriam in the kitchen. They call for detectives right away. You know, these dicks are rolling all mm-hmm. over and, you know, shooting their guns. So they call the detectives in, and this is where Dingus comes into play. Mm. They say she was inside the kitchen face down so laying fully face down Mm -hmm. she had actually been shot through the heart but from behind so it's like she had turned to the shooter and he shot her through the back through her heart good shot a very good shot kind of a clean shot right through her heart where she just fell over um in the kitchen they noticed the kitchen window glasses broken and glasses on the inside counter so the shot went from outside into the house right and they're realizing the shot somewhere outside the house in the area of these woods by her house. And she was just whatever, sitting in her kitchen window and got shot mm-hmm. doing, you know, whatever you do at your kitchen window. Although I had, I have a coworker who, well, she moved now, but her old house was kind of in a neighborhood, you know, where houses are like one on top of the other. Yeah. She would look out her win- kitchen window and usually you look out your kitchen window, you want to see a lovely scene. Her kitchen window went right into the bathroom of her neighbor. Uh, they had something against having their, you know, blinds down. So the blinds are always up. So every time she is trying to do the dishes, the dad goes in and takes a huge diarrhea. And she can see him pulling down his big ass no. pants, sitting on the toilet. They're never closing the blinds. And then when the mom is taking a shower, she's just all naked and they can see from their kitchen. That's unfortunate. What are you doing? You know you look right into a home. I feel like I never... Oh, no. That means everyone has seen your huge bush. (laughs) I'm just... That's for sure. I'm so still on the farm in my head. Like no. I'm just like, whatever. And then I'm like, fuck, my window's wide open. Like, I just don't... Well, you know what? They've it, seen then it then. If they've yeah. seen it, they've seen it. No one says anything. Yeah. Um, the police go outside and they find evidence around a tree where the shooter had used a tree maybe for support to help aim the gun. There's a discarded cigarette butt right on the floor close to the tree. They collect that. The shooter was 73 feet behind her house. So he shot from that distance. That's a pretty mm-hmm. good shot. The shooter obviously was waiting at that location until Miriam went into that window scene. And when he got the perfect shot, he took it. So who knows how long he was waiting while. So this is Sunday, you know, morning ish Mm -hmm. Sunday later afternoon night. The police are still obviously in the house, looking at the house, looking at the grounds. Richard drives up with little Richie. Detectives are working on the crime scene and Richard comes over. Oh my goodness, what has happened here? This is my ex-wife's house where my son lives. And detectives say Miriam is dead and Richard (laughs) 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 Big crying. The police say he did show some emotion but the first question he asked them was what evidence was found? Which was very odd question to ask. Um, what did you find? What evidence was found? What? So the cops are like, weird. Huh? Uh-huh. And they pretty much tell him to piss off and take Richie home. Right. And he yeah. tells Richie about his mom. And Richie, of course, is fucking devastated. You know, um, and he goes off. Police are finding more evidence as they're searching. They found size 14 shoe prints around the tree. And they said that we are right. looking for a clown. <laughs> And it it appears that Ronald McDonald was seen in the area. Yeah. Um, They also investigate Miriam has a tennis court, but it's locked. But they find in the tennis court, so they have to cut the lock, Mm -hmm. a discarded homemade silencer just thrown onto the tennis court. What kind of a dummy would do that? Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. A complete moron would do that. I mean, there's only one reason right. to do that, and that was the reason right. the moron did it. Right. But um, 
police interview neighbors saying, you know, did you notice anything? Did you notice anything going on or what was going on? And they were like, no, I didn't notice anything. I didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. And they said Miriam was nice. There was nothing, you know, suspicious about her. Everyone loved her. She had nothing weird going on. It was everything was normal. This is where the show then is saying, is there a mysterious shooter in the neighborhood just shooting women in the tits? And they have this backlit hillbilly smoking with like a hillbilly type hat, like a big old torn hillbilly hat and a big hillbilly mustache with a gun, but he's backlit. So it's just like an outline of a hillbilly and pointing his gun and I'm like, what what is this? Nobody thinks it's a weird hillbilly in Pennsylvania. I don't know. So I was like, okay. Anyway, they take the silencer, the cigarette, these clues into the lab. There is DNA on the cigarette. It's not Dr. Illis's DNA. Mm-hmm. The silencer had three weird hairs jammed into the barrel. None of those match nope. Dr. Illis. Just random. Um, the McD- Ronald McDonald's shoes were size 14, and Richard <laughs> is a nine and a half. <laughs> Little Richard is right. With yeah. Nine and a half foot. Yeah. Um, police interview Richard to say what, you know, obviously he's the ex-husband. He's going to be first. So he said, what the hell were you doing? You know, whatever. What was, tell me your fucking story or whatever. Richard said it was his weekend to have Richie and they had planned to go visit some relatives out, you know, out of town. So he gets a dig in, which is fucking dick. Um, But that's his name. So he says, Richie was hungry when we started on the road. That's because mom didn't feed him. Oh, my God. She's dead, asshole. Yes. And of course she fed him. I hate you so bad. Oh, but you probably said, do you want to go to McDonald's? And every kid is going to say, of course, asshole. Mom didn't feed me. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just had a fucking giant three course meal that your mom slaved over. I know. You were too busy painting on your fake mustache, probably. But of course she fed him. <laughs> you didn't see it, little Richard. Um, and she, he said he got, he went to McDonald's and then he was like, I'm a surgeon and I had been working all day and I was just tired. So we stopped at a local motel. And what? I mean, he was driving to his relatives. So they, yeah. So he says, I was too tired to drive after McDonald's. We check into a local motel all right fine the next morning they go to harrisburg i don't know how far that is from where they are and they visit family all weekend and they return yeah sunday evening the alibi seems to check out because yes um they were at that local hotel yes he had richie yes he was with the family Mm -hmm. when he said um and he returned when he said so so far that is working out and they think oh all right they pull up Marion's phone records and they get a massive clue or something that's really helpful she was on the phone when she got shot with her friend and her friend said at this time the phone just went silent she stopped talking the phone call ended and it was 10 37 so they know 10 37 on friday night that's exactly when she was shot so they have an exact date and dingus even says you rarely ever <laughs> get an exact date because the coroner is guessing between like hours. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. get exact time, you know, like that. Um, and she was probably like me at 1037 over her sink, furiously eating. Yeah. <laughs> she's still what hungry. else can I eat? I'm yeah. hungry. Um, and gets shot. Just trying to live her goddamn life. Having some salsa and yes, shit. Just trying to talk to her friend. It's just, I just, I, I just one last so sad push for this woman. for the heartburn to wake her up at 2 a.m. Oh, but no. Or taking her pills. Yes. Oh, this poor woman. Police have nothing in six weeks pass. Police get a letter in the mail like Jack the fucking Ripper. And a letter Weird comes. ass. Yeah. Saying the writer claims to be the killer of Miriam. Because, and then the writer's talking about all this evidence that only, you know, that the police didn't say to the public. So only the killer would know. The letter is written in block letters with pencil and saying weird ass shit like, I shot Miriam. The Lord told me to harvest the town of its racists. Mm-hmm. And the police talk to her friends or have talked to all her friends and they don't remember any of them saying she was goddamn racist or it never came up. It sounds weird. 
You see then the two police, Dingus and Shittis or whatever, go to a bar (laughs) and say these theories that are so fucking weird that I think Dingus is always on some sort of like uh, mushroom that grows underneath a porta potty. He's on these mushrooms because these theories are fucked. He started off too when they met. He was like, here's how it goes. He's just like shiny bald hair. And then he has hot glasses that I swear to God. These people didn't even put fake lenses in the glasses. They it looked like it was just literally the wire frame. Yes, there was no lenses, and he could just poke his eyeball yeah. out with it. And then he takes them off, and he's like, "She's from Lebanon. She's Lebanese. What but does not everybody think? Lesbian? No, like not Blanche a lesbian. No. Thought on what Golden does everyone Girls. think? Arab. Yeah. And his whole theory is that a Sunday school Karen is mad that this Arab woman is teaching Sunday school and probably brainwashing their child Arab things, I guess. <laughs> what? This is where the reenactment that blew our butthole. And then all of a sudden we're in black and white and it is the fucking weirdest thing you've ever seen. I can't even, I don't even, I, I, don't, I don't. We're in... The deep south, for some reason, instead of <laughs> Pennsylvania, this Pennsylvania suburb, there is again the hillbilly that looks like the hill that looks like what Sam from Bugs Bunny. Oh, Yosemite, Yosemite Sam, Sam yeah. but hillbilly, more a hillbilly esque with that kind of a mustache yes. and beard. Yeah. And then there is a very dirty, unkempt lady with a high top knot and a wearing um Paul Bunyan's t-shirt. Yes. In dirty sweatpants and that a are period thousand sweatpants. And kid behind kids behind her and she says yelling at her husband something yeah. about the Arab woman is teaching our kids about Arab yeah. stuff. And then She's like, what are you going to do about it to her redneck husband? And he literally has nine guns around yeah. his waistband. He has a can of like mil- old Milwaukee in his hand and his baseball cap is on backwards and it says American badass. Oh, God. <laughs> and uglier. I mean, as dumb as he is ugly, which no is very dumb. Shirt, very no ugly. shirt, nothing. Just like. No. And so he gr- runs out because he's got to shoot this woman clearly. I mean, this it is insane. Make sense. And then no. he comes back home and he says, that Arab lady is done. Dead. Um, and then he writes a letter about mm-hmm. racists. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense, Dingus. None. 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 God, he was. Don't do the magic mushrooms that grow under the parta potty. No. Those ones aren't really. The only magic good. mushrooms that are safe are the ones that you take. In my mushroom drink? In your yes. mushroom magic That's mind true. drink. They are. No shit. Um, they also think the letter writer could also just be a dick that's the real killer that's just trying to send them off track. You think so, buttholes? God, don't be dumb. What the hell is wrong with you? What is going on in your mind? I don't know. But I guess you have to think of all these fucking weird stuff. I don't know. Miriam for sure was the target. It wasn't just some random. And so that at least put some people right. at ease. She w- definitely was the target. There's only one asshole in town mm-hmm. who would want to do anything to her. My God. Police finally realized that, yeah, the letter's probably just sent to throw us off the track. And they follow up with that angle. And they notice that there's a hair glued to the flap. So they DNA test this hair on the weird letter. It does not match the cigarette. It doesn't match the silencer. It doesn't match Richard. Just so much shit. Yes. And they kind of are stuck again. And months mm-hmm. and months go by. And then another letter comes to the police. And it's fucked more than the last one. And the mm. letter writer is saying that the letter, you know, that he, the letter writer, killed Miriam but it's not Dr. Illis, they say in the letter. <laughs> Come on, you drive. You read that one line. You put the letter down. You get in your car and you drive you to his drive house to and his you house. arrest yes. him. Come on. Yep. Can't, can't just one person be, just one person do something I, normal. I don't think so. The author is bragging that 
I speak many languages. I am. I have access to the Illis home when they're not home. I'm at the silencer at the Illis's home. And it's not right there. The doctor. You put down the letter and you arrest him because only a dumb asshole that did it. That only Richard's writing this clearly. Right. You fuckers. Um, but the letter starts pointing more and more and more and more to a colleague, an um, Indian colleague, Dr. Singh, who's just trying to do his job and fucking work at Richard's mm-hmm. clinic. And the whole letter describes it that Dr. Singh um, killed Miriam because he was having, the letter suggests he was having an affair with Miriam. And so now Dingus and Shittis go to the bar again. They eat a whole garbage bag full of porta pot of mushrooms and come up with this idea they say so here's my next theory dr sing did it dr sing goes out partying one night i don't think a heart surgeon's gonna go out partying i don't know maybe they do but i feel like he didn't um he gets fucking hammered and Miriam walks into the same bar and Dr. Singh is just fucking hammered. And he goes up to Miriam and just like starts kissing her and grabbing her tits. And Miriam doesn't like it. So she slaps him. And the next morning, Dr. Singh calls and says, Hey, Miriam, I was fucking hammered. And sorry, I was grabbing your tits and sticking my finger up your butthole in your Wranglers. <laughs> and she says, I didn't appreciate that you sticking your finger up my butthole. I hated it. I, it was unsolicited. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it. And Dr. Singh, and then she's like, you know what? I'm going to tell Richard. And he's like, don't tell Richard. I'll be fired. She says, I'm telling fucking Richard. And don't tell Richard. I'll be fired. And she says, I'm telling Richard and hangs up. And then he kills her because she was going to fucking tell Richard the dumbest. So he goes at 10 at late. I, I just, I'm just shaking my I head. I don't understand. And so then they go to Dr. <sighs> Singh and he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then he said he has an ironclad alibi. He was out at a restaurant with his friends being mm-hmm. a normal fucking person. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I did not have an affair with her. I knew her. She was my partner's wife. Right. What are you talking about? Right. So it's another weird thing. Like, don't send me back to wherever. Where was he from? I think he was from india India, yeah i mean like just targeted no one's gonna get oh yeah they were just threatening with this shit and he's just like i I don't know what you're talking about i just am doing my job what are you talking about right anyway six months after the shooting six months go by there's some dildo dildo baggins fisherman (laughs) walking through some fucking woods and he sees a rifle laying in the woods and I would probably just like be a, do I keep it? I don't know. But he brings it to the police, which no, is a good I would thing. Be terrified. I don't I'm know. Afraid to touch what is it? Gun. It looks like old and weird sitting there. He brings it to the police. The rifle is wiped clean and the serial number is literally drilled out, not just scraped, like drilled right. out. So there's no way hole to, in it, yeah, yeah. to recover it. The weapon is very old and pretty distinctive and has extremely unique. Um, modifications that were not original to the weapon because old as fuck it's like what our grandpa's used in the civil war or something there had been a set screw drilled into the rifle and the set screw was a perfect placement for the homemade silencer to be fit onto the rifle so the police are like all right this is our weapon it fits the silencer and then they confirmed it with ballistics from whatever was picked up in Miriam and Miriam's body. So this yes. was the gun that killed her. It was a Savage Model 23D. I don't know whatever the hell that what, means. That, what? It was last sold to a person in 1949 and this was before ownership papers were a thing. So you could just give guns around to whoever, which I feel right. like you still well, that's kind of what it kind is of can now. do still okay. today. Yeah. Um anyway, um they realize now okay we have a huge we now we have the weapon but we're still kind of fucked we don't we got to get this weapon they're thinking more and more dr illis did it but they don't have any solid evidence right connecting all this shit to him that's what they have to work on he does not help himself at all because he marries his his new piece of vag six months after the murder Mm -hmm. what is this bride doing marrying this man whose wife was murdered suspiciously. He is the main suspect. What are you doing? I think she's seen dollar signs. Yeah, I think she is seeing dollar signs. I've never seen those, so I don't know. I don't know what they look like myself. I've heard that sometimes people see them. I 
must have looked at a dollar sign eclipse. I and I cannot see them dollar sign. I right. had a dollar sign retinal occlusion. Yes, you did. So I you cannot. I'm also see them either unable. And you to never see will. Them. Nope. Dr. Illis thinks the whole town is after him because you know he kills people. Um, so he moves away with the new wife and little Richard, and they end up in <laughs> Washington <laughs> State. <laughs> yes, which is very. Ex- I would be excited too to go to Washington State. Um, so all the way on the other side of the country, how Not weird. Me. No. Because my hair would be horrible oh. with all the rain. Oh, and I suppose you're right. Um, but it's moisture. Richard's applying for all sorts of jobs so we can fucking work. But there is some brilliant winner. Yeah. Some true American this is a hero. True American hero right Sending here. a packet to all of his potential bosses. And the packet says, this guy's a murderous fucking asshole. <laughs> Don't hire him. Don't hire him. And it works. Like, all the employees are like, oh, my God, you've, like, fucking murdered your wife? Yeah. Get out of here. And um, so Richard cannot be a heart surgeon anymore because he's not going to get hired. But then he can seamlessly move into plastic surgery and do tits. And then the reenactments of was him. Was absolutely inappropriate. Come on. He wasn't really. I mean. I, he sh- I hope not. No. So there's a woman in there getting a boob job, and he's like, You're in the A minor leagues, but I'm going to move you up into like the what big time? I'm going to move you up to the majors. Yeah. And then another woman comes in and opens her shirt, and he goes, Oh, lovely. Or something. I'm like, No. That's totally unprofessional. You fucking say, You know what happens. You. I went through it. Had the reduction. You know. They they didn't go like, Oh. You're in no. the major leagues. We're going to take you. We're yeah. going to kick you down to the minors. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. But I had a woman and she was smart. Thank God. Um, I don't know when they did this search, if they did it in Washington or before he moved, because it wasn't clear. But police, I think it was before he moved. Police had a search warrant for Richard's house. I mm-hmm. think at the time of the shooting, actually. Um, but they're for some but reason putting it into the story it? here. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't make any fucking sense. I feel sense. like they went back. Yes, I don't know. They, they did need... he still own the house? But he and so I don't they know. finally they got didn't him make any of that shit it? clear. I don't know. Richard, next to his bed, had an FBI handwriting book, as we all do. I and know it was I a do. book about how to disguise your handwriting when mm-hmm. killing your wife, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, and it says to print in block printing in pencil. And it teaches you how to send anonymous letters to throw the police off your trail. The book is called They Write Their Own Sentences. I, I mean, it, that's what it's called. What? Can't, can't you be more just clever? I don't know. That's, oh, I guess because you write your own sentences because you get arrested because you're so dumb by following the advice in the book. I, 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 don't, don't, know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh. I so that if you can still buy it to yeah. this day. So they that's circumstantial, but it's pretty. Uh, it, it's exactly what the fucker did. They also know that Richard grew up with Uncle Joe shooting, and he was a very sharp shot. He was a great shot. He could have made that shot seventy three mm-hmm. feet through the window, no problem. And as all his friends have said, and Doctor Zawa, he always carries a fucking gun on him. He's that guy because he's a dick. Mm-hmm. Four years go by. And police had wanted to talk to little Richard as much as they could get out of him. And Richard, big Richard, refused. So by the time they talked to Richie, like four years later, he's like, I don't fucking remember shit. I don't know. I was five and traumatized. What the hell is wrong with you? They get nothing from him. And he obviously just doesn't remember and doesn't probably want to remember. You know, Um, police find somehow another relative of big Richard and she is just sitting there showing family photos and the police are like oh that's fine they learn that Uncle Joe is actually Richard's real dad I don't know if he ever knew (laughs) Uncle Joe was fucking dad or what the whole deal is that's super weird and it's never explained why is his dad acting like Uncle Joe when he's his dad and he was around him all the time couldn't you just say I'm your dad I don't get it or what's like it's probably one of those weird things where like he his was brother too is young. married to the woman. Or, I don't know. And Maybe. So they had to, they wanted him in the family, but they took him and raised I don't know. him as who knows brothers. But it was his dad. Anyway, Uncle Joe is in a picture with 
the old fucking rifle, the Savage 23D. And the police are like, that's the rifle. And these are like old black and white. Yes. And they can tell it's the rifle. So they're like, okay, Richard, that's the rifle. That's Richard's dad. Obviously, there's a connection now to the rifle. And they're super excited. Investigators search through the woods one more time. And they find the size 14 shoes. There was a hair on the shoe. Big Richard's DNA didn't match, but they tested for little Richard's DNA and it matches. So he uses his own son's hair to throw him off the track, but it's your son. Go, go to the, get a pube off the McDonald's toilet. That had to be an accident. Yeah, it has to be because he wouldn't use that one. Because everything else he took care from strangers. Planted DNA everywhere else. So they realized he fucked up there and Richard little Richard's hair was on it. So finally they have enough that the DA who was like, everything's too circumstantial agrees to arrest him. So Richard gets arrested and he gets surprised and just arrested on the side of the road. And they're so afraid he's going to shoot the shit out of everyone because he always is carrying. So they like, have, yeah they're totally surprising they're like do you know who we are yeah and then they just quick yeah grab him because they're afraid he's gonna shoot the shit out of everyone and they search his new home and he has shit ton of guns and they're all uncle joe's guns so they know he got this gun from uncle joe um at the same time richard who is the dumbest doctor smart person right he is dumb but exceptionally smart. dumb He's writing a fucking book about Miriam's murder from the point of view of the killer. And he's pretty much just wrote, writing a book of exactly what he did. And it's called Heart Shot. And he writes exactly the whole murder, exactly as it happened, all in a fucking book. And it's all on his computer. And to say what it said of when he shot him. And it said, when the killer shot Miriam... The killer, what did I say? The killer had an orgasmic. It was an orgasmic experience. Experience when the bullet went through her heart. I mean, excuse me. Who would say it like that? And and then, well, they all read it and they were like, "This guy's fucking disgusting." Yeah, he is. And at trial, the prosecutors are just saying he drugged Richie, and Richie went, you know. So he made his own. He gave his own kid drugs to make him sleep so that he could go murder his mom yes. and then lie and to him like and then the take yes. the whole time yeah um and then he planted all this fucking false evidence he went to the hotel and then he just you know did all this other shit the jury finds him guilty of course but it took three days i know and they said it they they found it quick no they didn't three days is not That's quick a long time yeah they were hungry they wanted yeah, they wanted the they wanted to get away from they wanted family. a hotel getaway but yeah. the prosecutor kept saying he said orgasm yeah. like 800 times they were so disgusted they were so, by and that the, and the reporters were like what a sick pervert <laughs> only a whispering pervert 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 yeah, yeah. through the and so he's guilty for being a murderous a dick asshole now again he had already paid for the divorce. What What is going on? And he had plenty of money to shit out his ass. Why would he do this? And they were getting along. And he was getting married. And she didn't give two shits about what he did. He was, And this is one of those instances where they didn't find, like, horrible, like, bankrupt issues. Like, they never found, like, it didn't say that he was overspending and bankrupt no, or whatever and needed her insurance yeah. or anything no he just fucking killed he her hated her so dick. much yeah and he wanted i don't know he didn't want to pay her the fourteen thousand no. in alimony oh greedy fucker what a fool it's just an arrogant arrogant narcissist fool and then you drug your yes. own kid so oh. you can kill his mom sorry just horrible horrible Anyway, that's our story for this week. Um, thank you for listening, I guess. Yeah. We'll see you next thank week. Thank you. And make sure that you subscribe if you haven't. Make sure you give us a Oh, we rating. would like a review. We love reviews. Yes. They help us so much. They do, actually. Um, share with all your friends. We appreciate all our support. We love seeing our fans. And we're doing, you know, more and more of these kind of like public things. So we get to meet you. And that is the highlight of our lives. It is really. So thank oh you so God. much. Sorry, my dog is now on. Oh, that's okay. Bye. Bye.